what I realized is you kind of have to force yourself in order to grow, like to force yourself to leave your comfort zone. Because us humans in general, we always just want to find comfort in every single thing that we do. We want to find the, the equilibrium. We want to find homeostasis. But the thing is to grow, you need to, you cannot always be comfortable. Being comfortable mm -hmm. is the place when you don't grow. Welcome to Rise Up with Janina Chan, where we share stories of real lives that draw inspiration, provide strength, and empower each other to rise up. Together, let's rebuild, inspire, strengthen, and empower. Produced by the Chinoy Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rise Up with Janina Chan. It's already 2021. I hope you guys are starting the year off on a really good note. And to make it even better, well, we've invited a very special guest who always has great energy. And I know marami kinikilig sa kanya. <laughs> and he's here to share more of that love to all of us um, with his winning personality charm and, of course, with his great heart. Wow. Well, I'm really happy that he took the time out of his very busy schedule to join us here today. We have none other than TV personality, model, actor, slash, um, ano ba? Um, opa ng bayan. <laughs> we have Richard Juan, a good friend of mine right here. Hi, Chard. Hello, Janina. What's up? What's up? How are you? <laughs> Thank you for that very extremely flattering introduction. Grabe, ah. <laughs> Sabi ko, kailangan bumawi talaga kasi Richard made the time, man. Well, we're really happy to have you here. Smile naman to the camera for everyone watching via YouTube. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, Richard Juan, welcome to the show. Welcome to Rise Up with Janina Chan. And today, we're basically going to learn more about um, your life journey so far. Wow. <laughs> life journey. So we're here to learn more about you, not only on stage, but off cam, off stage. Who is Richard Juan? And how has... Um, that journey been so far through not only the highs but also the lows and the challenges and basically you sharing your rise up story with all of us so how has this whole um, pandemic been for you though i think we're all gonna start off from that note that's such a difficult <laughs> question actually to answer because like how yeah how was my journey from from everything but yeah, let's start with pandemic i think pandemic has been um it's it's the start of it has been tough. The start was definitely extremely tough in a sense na sanay ako na ano eh. I'm always out. I'm always out um, mingling with people. I'm always out meeting people. I'm always traveling. I always have projects abroad. And then when pandemic started, but I'm like, oh my God, wait lang. Everything has to be at home na. I can't, I can't be going out. I can't be meeting people. My, I actually had two projects abroad that was canceled. One was actually in Thailand for for a for a cameo for a cameo for a for a for a show but lockdown tayo and then they had to change their protocols for shooting and all that so everything was postponed cancelled and it's it's unfortunate and it was tough during that time to kind of get over it in a, in a way I'm like man these were supposed to be opportunities to open new doors for me but you know you gotta readjust um so I, I you know got back to you know, I mean stayed in Manila just kind of adjusted I mean that's how I how, that's how I see life in general. Like usually, it, it, I mean, my whole life is all about random opportunities that keep keep being thrown at me. And it's me learning how to embrace it and kind of just accept it and play along with it. And I mean, of course, you know, pandemic, of, of course, it was tough for everyone. And um, I think because of that, I still got to do a lot of different 
things. I got to try different things. I remember at the start of the pandemic, people were, or the frontliners were desperate, were desperate for um, PPEs. I was able to do my part, kumbaga, and then to mm-hmm. to kind of you know source some PPEs from Hong Kong because during in January, I actually did something like that too. I was able to source some face masks for the Taal volcano, and then mm-hmm. from there. I have connections made in Hong Kong now. And then during that time, during March, I think March, April, people here in the Philippines, we were we were desperate for PPEs and and, and face masks. But yun, um parang naging ano ko eh, parang naging supplier ako ng mga ganun eh. Like as in, kahit konti lang na-contribute ko. And people were tweeting me, people were messaging me, Aww. asking me for more. I'm like, wait lang, ano ba to? Pa- hindi ako supplier. Bakit kala nila supplier ako? Naka- I was able to find lang some, ano, some, some, yeah some medical gears but but you know, and you know it's i guess that was a start of pandemic for me just me trying to give back mm-hmm. and trying to help out that's great. i mean although me myself i've been suffering and and i don't i know i don't want to say suffer suffer is too much of a strong word but more like <laughs> me having adjusting adjusting to the new normal yes. the new life you know uh-huh i think off the bat we would feel the same way it's like a drastic change that everyone had to adapt to and i like what you said about just Um, the tone of your life being just open to opportunities, which is great. And it's great to see you giving back to society too. That was like Richard Wan, the one, the public servant. (laughs) 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 No, anyway, so it's great to see you doing these efforts for everyone. So thank you on behalf of those who really need it the most. I'm sure you really were able to um, share that light to them. And maybe let's go back to the early... Um, humble beginnings of Richard Juan. I know you have probably had a lot of different interviews, but maybe we can get really personal here. Tell us more about how you were like as a kid. Did you even imagine yourself being in this entertainment scene? Because now basically you are here, mainstream media. You're with Pinoy Big Brother. We actually have hosted together for Upfront also already. And some Chinese New Year events. It's usually Uh us, the tandem. And yeah, small world. Um, I think Actually, our our dads were fr- our friends too. They're batchmates, right? Yeah. Hi, Papa Juan. Batchmates, <laughs> so yeah, tell us about that. Batchmates, yeah, batch, batchmates, yeah. That, yeah, that batchmates. Oh my God, yeah. So how is baby Juan? <laughs> how is Richard as a kid? And did he see himself um, as who you are today? That's uh, that's a great question, eh? and I, I mean, I've I've answered a couple of times for this one, but but the truth is, growing up, I was I feel like I was the shy kid. I was always the shy mm. kid. I I was never. The outgoing one. I mean, if you ask my classmates back then, batchmates, schoolmates, if you tell them that you know what, Richard one day will be a mainstream TV host or or whatever, be on Big Brother, they'll all just laugh their butts off. They would they would never never imagine this. And I mean, even me myself, like growing up, if someone told me like, hey, you know what, in ten years time you'll be you'll be in the entertainment scene, and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, go away. You know, that's impossible. <laughs> and but yeah, it's 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 because me. I've always just been the the shy kid who, who I mean, I, I don't want to say shy. It's more of like the in between introvert and extrovert. And usually, you would imagine people on mainstream media are people who like who are always extrovert, who are, who love talking. And me now, honestly, I love talking. Talking is fun, and <laughs> and and sharing thoughts and sharing ideas are always fun. But back then, I was always the one, the type that just keeps it to myself. I have I have my close group of friends who I share a lot of mm-hmm. things too, but. Not just to anyone. I mean, like me talking mm-hmm. publicly on Twitter, on on Instagram about my my political views, my my um my different views, my religious views, all that. You know, it's it's something that's yeah. unheard of. You know, back then. But um, 
yeah, I think I think it all changed when I moved to the Philippines. Actually, um, I well, ten years ago now. So when I first moved here, I was I was still I was still kind of the sh- the shy kid. But I remember telling myself, you know what, I'm moving to a new country, a new place that no one knows me. Literally, only like a handful of people plus some relatives here that know me. I might as well try to give myself a you know change. I don't want to say drastic change, but at least a change. And mm-hmm. I remember the earlier days I was in, in UP because I moved to the Philippines just to study in UP, the same school that my dad graduated in. Parang I told myself, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to fake it till I make it. Meaning I'm going to fake that confidence. I'm going to fake being an extrovert until I actually fully feel like a, you know, feel feel like an extrovert or feel comfortable talking to random people or new people. And I guess it worked. I mean, 10 years later, here I am talking to you on a podcast. I mean, I would never imagine me being able to talk like this and go on and on and on and on about random things, you know? <laughs> cool, cool. So it's, um, you mentioned fake it till you make it and like wanting to be more confident and being an extrovert. So would you say that um, confidence really is or like being that kind of like your extroverted self made you or had has its benefits tell us more about that and i think that just goes to show that you were able to be open enough to step out of your comfort zone so tell us about those little moments wherein you were just like all right let's just do it (laughs) and even if it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable can you tell us more about those little uncomfy moments wherein you you were able to gain more or a lot of growth from because i understand you also modeled right yeah was that simultaneous with college um, how were your first few steps into this industry like? Oof, that's a lot of questions. That's a lot of different topics to talk about. So let's start with um, <laughs> the one that you said about the whole fake it till you make it. Well, the thing is fake. I mean, when people say fake it till you make it, sometimes people think that but I'm like, it's a negative tone because you're faking something. But when I say fake it to, till you make it, it's more of the type where you force yourself to leave your, what you said earlier, to leave your comfort <laughs> zone and do something that you never or rarely do because Mm -hmm. that's kind of how you grow it like leaving your comfort zone is the only way you can grow and to be Mm -hmm. honest like from 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 moving here it's already leaving my comfort zone you know hong kong has always been my comfort zone growing up there spending 18 years there it's my comfort zone it's where i enjoy it's where i know everything but in moving to the philippines where you leave your comfort zone everything is new so i'm like okay this is the perfect time to be something new someone new and and yeah Mm -hmm. hence hence that's the growth and I think to be honest, I, I'm I'm guilty of not growing in the last couple of months or maybe years because I've been trying to find a comfort. But that's another topic. So, anyways, going back <laughs> to what you said, Ganina, like um, yeah, or what you asked Ganina rather is, are there specific moments? Um, specific moments, I would say, there there are there are a lot of minor moments in my life where I'm like, huh, but 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 like, how do I how do I force myself? Am I forcing myself to be someone that's not me? And, yeah. you know, it, it, what I realize is you kind of have to force yourself in order to grow, like to force yourself to leave your comfort zone. Because us humans in general, we always just want to find comfort in every single thing that we do. We want to find a, the equilibrium. We want to find homeostasis. But once you find that homeostasis, you don't grow. Nay. Because that's, I mean, that's, that's human nature. But the thing is to grow, you need to, you cannot always be comfortable. Being comfortable mm-hmm. is the place where you can't, when you don't grow. And... Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's 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 how I can 
pinpoint, I mean, not pinpoint, but how, that's, that's my pr perspective on how to really grow as a person is you don't want to be comfortable. You always have to not, or you have to fight that urge to be comfortable or fight that homeostasis yes. stage, if that makes sense. Hope yes, that makes yes. sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess so, I don't, I never mm -hmm. had this. I, I mean, there were just so many small moments where I'm like, oh my God, should I just stay comfortable and be who I am? And I, I don't say be who I am, but be comfortable and just enjoy be that complacent. moment. Yeah. Be complacent. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. Be complacent. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and it, it, you really have to force yourself to grow. That's how you grow. Exactly. I think the key term that you did mention too is not be comfortable always. I think it's okay to like rest. I think also you were a little bit guilty, but I can be here to be that voice in your head that says, it's okay, Richard, you can yeah. take breaks because you've been okay. working it's okay to so take much breaks. too. Yeah. It's yeah. okay to take breaks, but I guess, I guess the idea of in general, I mean, you can have moments of comfortability where yeah. you just chill, relax, but the overall idea of finding or being comfortable for a long term, for a long time, is somewhere. It's 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 it's, it's Like as it, you cannot be like. I mean, for me personally, but for example, you when you're working out, you don't feel comfortable when you're working out. Meaning, like your 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 muscles are being strained, your muscles are being teared apart because that's yeah. how you grow it, and that's mm -hmm. how it is also in life where. Yeah. Your 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 mentality, your your um, emotions are being torn apart, but that's yeah. how you grow. And yeah, yeah what doesn't the, kill you makes you stronger. Exactly, I think that's a perfect <laughs> And also, that's for it. yeah. Oh, I have so much about on pagganyan, diamond <laughs> in the rough, and yeah, it's true. Like for example, like diamonds, right? That's why they shine because they go through extreme pressure, <laughs> mm, <laughs> right? Dama, so like dama. that's the refinement process of things. So it's a great reminder. Thank you for that. So tell us more about in terms of that. I know that being um, just put out into the spotlight at a very um, exposed show. Yeah. <laughs> you were in PBB. Well, actually, before that, you were um, you joined this little. You guessed it for Itbulaga, I believe. Was that how your first few steps into the showbiz industry started? Tell us more about that and how you kind of. Um, grew in the industry, transitioned into it, the ups and downs. Yeah, the whole shebang of how it started. Oh, wow. That's a, wow. Looking back, that's that's a story from five, six years ago now. Um, I, mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I, like I mentioned earlier, now, coming to the Philippines, I never thought of being an artista. Came here to study. Mm -hmm. After studying, I was planning to maybe work here for a year or two and then mm -hmm. go back to Hong Kong, work in a family business, with my dad or stuff like that but for some reason there were some opportunities like people discovered and said i mean i was sorry no i was modeling in in up actually for some mm -hmm. org events here and there and i had a friend who introduced me and told me hey you know what do you want to try modeling for fun where you also make money for fun for org events actually make money i was like hey why not you know which is what that's where i joined an agency and then um, agency sent me the castings and all that. But first, oh my God, first couple of months was rough because like you would go to a lot of castings and people would be like, oh, nope, you're too tall. Nope, you're too short. Nope, you don't know how to, you, you don't know how to do VTRs. Oh, you know, you, I'm, I, was in, and I was inexperienced. I didn't know how the whole modeling and entertainment industry used to work. And I, I would get, I would beat myself up and say like, oh my God, man, they don't like me again. I went to, I remember I, I went to like, man, 10, 15 <laughs> castings and I never got anything for the first 10, 15. I mean, of course you would spend money, you would spend um time and energy to go yeah. to those places, Tiba. 
And yeah, I guess, you know, I went through the whole process just like a lot of other artists and models and celebrities out there who they really went through the whole modeling thing where they went to castings, get rejected. And and yeah, and 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 I was fortunate, I think, um, Eid Bulaga was looking for for people with Pusong Pinoy, who's who's not um, <laughs> Filipino by blood. Mm-hmm. And that's where I came in, you know. I am I'm a Filipino passport holder, but I am not um Filipino by blood. But I mean that's another topic to talk about again. Filipino <laughs> and I can get so passionate about yeah. that topic. But anyway, Aww. since you know, since okay. this is Chinoy naman, so parang we all assume yeah. that Chinois are Filipinos also. Yeah, well, we are. Not, yeah. yeah, we're not we're not Filipino by With, blood, but we are Filipino yeah. by heart. Well. Yes, and also by legal terms. But anyway, um, <laughs> going going back, Naman. So so yeah, that's that's pretty much the whole Eid Bulaga thing. They were looking for someone like me. I went on mm-hmm. it, and boom! Next thing I know, I was trending on Twitter, and oh. I, and I think they really loved me. And now this was just this was during the time when I was still in UP, so I was studying. So they got me back to host a segment. My schedule back then was crazy. Like I would go to class from eight thirty until um ten. And in ten, mm-hmm. I would leave class. I would go to I would go to the Broadway studios in in for mm-hmm. Ipulaga, do that lunchtime segment, and then go back to class. Be thirty minutes mm-hmm. late, but boom, yeah, that was my schedule for around a sem, I think, where I had to do that for I think twice a week. Mm-hmm. And during that time, it was it was it was fun, you know. I I, I like being busy. I like being busy. I feel productive. Yeah. I feel like I got a lot of things done, and that was my first time actually making big money. Um, quote unquote uh. big money rather <laughs> that that and I'm not getting from my my parents I'm not getting yeah. support from my parents of course you know I had other smaller projects that I do to make money but that was quote unquote the bigger money and mm-hmm. that was the first taste of it and I was like you know what making money by myself without much support is always good and yeah I was like hey the independence I got, yeah I have one foot in might as well see where it goes and then okay. that's where after graduating from UP um that was when there was an audition for PBB. So I went to audition and yeah, very blessed. Mm-hmm. Also got it. Nice. <laughs> and fast forward, you're now a host. Fast forward, right? yeah. Fast despite... forward five years later, here I am. Host <laughs> yeah, of PBB. Yeah, despite 2020. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's there are great... still little gems that the... surprise us, right? Exactly. Like it's such a, mm-hmm. it's such a nice full circle story that I mm-hmm. always, um, or oh, not always, but have been sharing lately. But I'm like, Rabi, who would have known five years later I would come back Home, we are sa bahay, you know, naging host naman ako ng bahay ni Kuya, instead of a housemate. And I remember during my first day nga, like, going, hearing Kuya's voice again, I'm like, oh my God, iyak na ako. Like, grabe, ang dami nangyari sa five years na yan, and dito na ako ulit. Mm-hmm. And, Aww. you know, and like I keep saying, you know, life, we really don't know what can happen. And who knew that in the pandemic with ABS shutting down, like, there's an opportunity na bubukas ulit ng bahay ni Kuya, di ba? Yes. Yes. Even if it looks different, right? It doesn't different doesn't always mean bad, right? Yeah. It's a chance again for us to grow always. And it's great to see again that full circle story. And I think now that when you're sharing your story to us and your tone, it just seems very happy go lucky in a way. But were there times that were um what would you say like very, very challenging for you despite being in the industry and how did you go through that or how did you overcome it? Because, you know, I think in the entertainment industry, I think one big thing there is, you know, the comparison. Sometimes it can be toxic. So how did you deal with all that? How did you keep your sanity in check, your health in check in all levels? 
Well, I think I think honestly, like the industry, especially entertainment industry in the Philippines right now, is just gonna get more and more and more and more challenging in a sense that <laughs> there are so many platforms to become a quote unquote entertainer, artist, celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have YouTube right now, we have Facebook, we have TikTok, we have so many different platforms. Unlike let's say five years ago, six years ago, even 10 years ago, all you had was TV, radio, Facebook, YouTube, a little bit. But now there are yeah. just so many people that, but I'm like, oh my God, like it's, it's, it's in a way saturated. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it's great that there are a lot of new people coming up. It's because you know what they say, you know, but, but um, the more competitive it is, the more people would create better content, will create better things. It's better for society, better for everyone. But again, mm-hmm. you know, for me, in the last five years, it's all about adjusting. It's really all about adjusting. Like when I first got into PBB, after leaving PBB, I was like, you know what? I want to do TV. I want to do acting. I want to do hosting. But because of how things have changed in 2016, 2017, 2018, I think these were the years where I decided that, you know what? I think internet, social media is a place where you can do so much more. And um, you can do your own content, you can travel, and you can also get paid. Unlike being on TV, you you, you kind of you know you're you're fed you're fed with scripts, you're fed with um, information that you're supposed to your scripts that you're supposed to to deliver. And I, during that time, I I wanted something else. I feel like I'm too boxed out. I boxed in into this certain th- and a certain number of things that I can only do. Unlike on social media, you can pretty much do anything. And so 2016, 20, 2016, 2017, 2018 was the year, were the years where I really explored the opportunities out there. And I was so blessed that I was able to travel the world and see so many different people and meet with so many people, you know, and, and work with so many people. But those were fun, but at the same time, really challenging in the sense that once again, I'm in leaving my comfort zone, doing something different, doing something new. But at the same time, you look back at people that are or you'll be like, oh my God, they are doing something else already. Oh my God, they're already here. They're already there. And you're right. You know, with what you mentioned, the comparison, and it's, it's always going to be there. But at the end of the day, it depends on what you really, really want. As long as you know mm-hmm. what you want and you're working towards what you want, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, 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 it's always a mental game. It's always a mental game. It always is, always will be. And you just got to... You gotta. It's it's always. I mean, you cannot always compare to yourself to other people. You gotta be comparing yourself to yourself, and whether or not you've grown more from the year before, or even from the month before, even from the day before. Like, yeah. it's yeah. always a constant battle with yourself. It shouldn't be a constant battle with someone else. It shouldn't be a comparison with someone else. But you should be comparing yourself to yourself to see if you've grown. And I think that's the most important thing mm-hmm. out of everything. Like, you just gotta yes. be the best version of yourself. You can. There are some people. I mean, you know, straight straight up real talk. Like, not everyone can be the best in the world but everyone can be the best mm-hmm. versions of themselves and that's what i truly mm-hmm. believe in and i may not be the best let's say host in the world but i know i can be the best version of richard one as a host in this world so mm-hmm. might as well work towards that yeah as long as you give it yeah as long as you give it your best shot always and you stay humble and i think that's what makes you grow more because you're not afraid to be dynamic as you mentioned it's not just um 
work at the beginning getting opportunity to be on TV. You're just going to stay there, but you weren't complacent, but you discovered, you explored the whole social media sphere and you were able to travel because of that too, and meet so many new people to open more opportunities for you. I think that's one key thing. Experience really is the best teacher out there. So for those who want to make it big in the entertainment biz, just don't be afraid to gain as much experience and always learn from everything. And always yeah. try and always embrace anything, everything that you see. Like, don't be, don't, I, I don't want to say don't be choosy, but you got to be out there and exposing yourself. Yeah. I see people with opportunities, but yet they're so complacent. Oh, I don't have to work anymore. I just have to do this, yeah. focus on this, do this. But for me, you have this. Push baba and go do other things. I see people who get opportunities who get so much push for something, but yet they don't push it further. Like you're you're already mm -hmm. on level seven. And some people are just happy being on level seven. You just gotta keep yeah. going, level eight, level nine. If you're at level seven, then keep pushing yeah. up. See, or else you're stagnant or baba Oh, tama tama. But you know what? It's it that is very, very inspiring, but actually so much easier said than done, right? Some people really get overwhelmed. So what are your tips for those who wanna level up but can't seem to find the courage in themselves? Sometimes they're afraid of failure. Sometimes they're um they just don't want to be to have to deal with all that uncomfy growth. So as Opa Richard or Kuya Richard. Oh, Kuya <laughs> Richard. Ahia Richard. Yeah, Ahia Richard. You know, Janina, like that's the, what you said there. You, you failure, um, fear of fear failure. Of fa uh, yeah, failure. fear of failure is honestly the biggest, um, biggest thing that holds back most people, if not everyone in this world. Like, this is such a cliche saying like, you fail, you fail a thousand times, you rise up a thousand one and a thousand one times, you know. But the thing is, because how do I how do I even say this? I mean, like me personally, I I still have the fear of failure. I mean, I failed many times. I've I've had failed businesses before. I've had I've had failed videos. I've had failed posts before. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really matter. Because like, right now, honestly, like people forget about your failures really quickly. Yeah. And once you hit it's that mostly success, just in our now, heads, right? Yeah, it's just in your head. Once you have that one success, they will always remember that success. And you just gotta build on that success. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what that's what that's what a lot of people are doing, I think. I mean, like for example, to be honest, even on um I'll just share one thing where I feel what I notice about a lot of social media platforms now. It's people who want to get big on social media platforms. All you do right now is honestly post, 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 post. Keep pumping content out. And once you hit that jackpot content, boom, you're up there. Like I know, mm -hmm. for example, like I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast is this guy on YouTube who has like, I don't know, like 60, 60 million followers, uh, subscribers now or something. But it took him two years to get to 1,000 subscribers. But because of one video that really went crazy, he gained 60 million subscribers in God knows how many how long like it's it's like that eh? like if you want to make it big in social media ganun lang naman talaga yan, eh? mm -hmm. and if you really don't be afraid it, of the numbers yeah right? like i mean it's it's honestly it feels so liberating if you finally realize that you create content just for the sake of creating something that you like not because of the numbers not because of um not because you want to hit so certain number you want to it's 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 so liberating so free that you're, you, yeah. you feel so much different once you post things just because you like it, just because mm -hmm. you like the art of it, just because you like the process of creating it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, back then, I'll be like, oh my god, will this get a lot of likes? Oh my god, will this... Da-da-da. I'm like, almost swore, almost swore there. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> do that. Like, do that. You know what? <laughs> it's that. it's all about just do putting that. something out that you <laughs> and, that you like. Like, bahala na, you know? If they like it, they yeah. like it. As long as you like it, that's the most important thing. And people see exactly. through it nowadays. Eh? They see through what's real and what's fake. Yeah. They see through if you're just doing it for the likes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So my my god. Like me, especially <laughs> me. I see people who post up or say stuff like this. I'm like, oh man. Kilala kita alam ko to. Oh man. Ano lang mute. To, eh. <laughs> mute bigla. No I'm kidding. Oh. I'm gonna mute this because I know this is not authentic. But mm, tama tama. Well, thank you for that reminder. And I think a lot of people are using social media to get a head start in terms of this entertainment career because yeah social media is the new thing really it has been and it will continue to grow even more that's one good thing to know to stay true to who you are authentic and just do it for the right reasons not for the numbers but to be able to really relay a message relay who you are and what you want to put out there yeah and yeah Mm -hmm. people i mean i mean i mean no no hate to people who create stuff (laughs) that are just um I can see your face getting like a little triggered. Like no, no, they're, 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 I mean, Janina, I mean, I've, I've said this. I've, I've been very vocal about this. Money, like, I'm, I'm so sick and tired of people who just create quote unquote trash content because, <gasps> oh like, my as God. In, like, quite. I mean, like, where but frankly, try don't want to say trash in a sense that, but I'm like, it doesn't do anything. Doesn't help anything. It, it just creates more. Value. Yeah, it doesn't add value to anyone that's looking at it. It's just creating more trouble. It creates. It, it continues. Um, dumbing people down and you know mm, like yeah. if you constantly put something out like that what's the point but i'm gonna then i mean it con- yeah. i mean i know it contradicts kind of contradicts with what i said now you just put things out for your sake for your own sake you know as a <laughs> but at the same time you got to be accountable with what you put out you know as a mm-hmm. as someone who has a who has a platform or someone who has a voice you got to mm-hmm. also be careful in the name yes you put yeah. things out that you like but at the same time you got to be responsible in the mind but if you constantly yes. put trash to 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 your millions of viewers out there, I'm like, huh? who has more substance, who has more quality, who has more heart than just putting out okay. quote unquote trash. But yeah. Yes, yes. So that's a good reminder too. The quality, quality over quantity also. And accountability for your actions, not just in real life, but also with your posts on social media as a youth advocate also. So, you know, we talked about your career, your very colorful career, and it's great that you're able to still um, be reminded of your humble beginnings and giving back to society. So tell us more about the advocacy side of Richard Juan. And when did you think of being more active in this um, I think I think well right now I am a I'm a goodwill ambassador of SOS Children's Village Philippines, and um, I'm very honored and flattered to be recognized as a goodwill ambassador. And it started, hmm, it started I think only last year. No, sorry, 2018, 2018 December is where I first met Ooh. with them. I sorry, sorry, 2019 December. 19. Yeah, okay. So where I first met with them, and then I. Because anyway, like growing up, ever since ever since I was a kid, I always liked to support kids. I always believed the youth has always been the future. Like I, mm-hmm. I remember back in back in high school, middle school, but not like as in I always ask people, why are 
why are people not investing in the youth more? But I'm gonna. But I remember during that time, I was like, you know what? I always want to support the youth, the younger people, the younger generation. Especially when I got to college, when I got to to UP, when I graduated UP, I'm like, oh my god, I gotta gotta keep giving back to to the younger people because they are literally our future. And without these people, without grooming these kids or grooming the 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 future, we'll have a crappy future, Deva. Right? And we gotta yeah, teach exactly. them young. Then that's where the time you mold them and. So you know, so parang that's that I've always believed in 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 the the future of the youth, and mm-hmm. hence why I always supported these t- um, types of charity mm-hmm. events, these organizations, and yeah. So so I was recognized as goodwill ambassador for as children's village, as so as children's village. Before that, I would support a lot of smaller foundations, smaller organizations, mm-hmm. and yeah, I hope to do a lot more of stuff like this and. Yeah. Of course, there are so many ad- advocacies nowadays. Yeah, and campaigns, uh, no? Yeah. To raise awareness for. Tama. So, tell us more about how we can do an active part for the advocacies you are um, currently an ambassador for. Is there like a link we can follow or um, a campaign we can support via monetary or via goods? Maybe you can share to us the link. We can post them on our platforms. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll just quickly share them what SOS Children's Villages and then about them. Okay. Like, they're not, they're not an orphanage. They're not, um, I know, but they are, they are an organization where they take in kids who were abandoned, who were, mm-hmm. um, who were just left on the streets or who have abusive parents. They take them in and make them into part of their family. They mm-hmm. all live in um uh, one you know a children's village and they have um they have a quote-unquote nanny slash mom who is a full-time nanny slash mom who kind of mm-hmm. sees this these kids as their real kids oh, children. children children delega and mm-hmm. and you know they're they're it's it's, it's kind of hard for these quote-unquote moms to make. So they grow they give up their love life they give up their own family mm-hmm. to kind of have a big big family because so these kids they would be with these moms from let's say three years old, six, four years old, five years old until um, sixteen, and they quote unquote graduate and go to the the youth um, youth houses, and they have a different set of anunaman. So a lot of these kids that graduate quote unquote graduated from SOS once they hit uh, once they hit like eighteen twenty, they're independent. They go to college, they do all that. And once they can financially support themselves, they kind of uh, kind of quote unquote graduate from the village now, and they live by their by themselves. So there are people who graduated from SOS that became um, pilots, that became, um, I think, a various of different things. But I mean, to think that this organization of abandoned children, are some of them are able to become pilots and professionals in their fields, accountants, bayata. I'm like, it's such an amazing thing that they do, which is why if we can, you know, we can, we'll, I hope we can support them as much as we can, because mm-hmm. of course they will need fundings because it's, an, it's, an, it's a nonprofit organization. So yeah, I mean they have they have youth houses, they have um children's village all over the country. I think if I'm not mistaken, I can't remember exactly, but I think they have seven villages around Philippines. They have one in Davao, mm-hmm. they have in they have in here in Metro Manila, they have in Batangas, um also Cebu. So yeah, they, they definitely need as, as much um support as they can, especially during pandemic now, because there are donors na, na back out. Mm-hmm. Kasi, of course, oh, you wow. know, for, for, mm-hmm. for various reasons. Pandemic, yeah, yeah, of course. So yeah. All right. Thank you so much for that. Wow. It really, I mean, there are many advocacies we can support and this is one of them. So 
we will take note of that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, I'm really happy with how much you've been dedicating your life to with the work that you do and with the life that you lead. So thank you for that. And maybe to everyone listening right now, um, for those, perhaps I think this, I want your messaging to be a little bit more specific for them because maybe some younger um, younger Richard Kwans or younger people who want to be to who want to follow your footsteps in the entertainment scene and coming from a Chinoy background, Chinese Filipino background, you know, some parents are a little bit hesitant, to be honest, to in with this field. So maybe you can um, share a little bit more about it in terms of debunking certain myths and stuff. I mean, if it's the financial aspect, they're um, probably afraid of. And yeah, tell us more about that. And the values, the Chinoy values you feel like are helpful in this field. Wow, hmm, how do I answer this? Um, I yeah, growing up in a, in a in a Chinese Filipino family that has a mix of Hong Kong culture and then also American culture, all that culture, all that mixed together. I guess I have so many friends from also Chinois who have really traditional and really strict parents in the sense that they don't understand the entertainment world. And to be honest. My parents, especially my mom, at the very start, was very against it because she did not think that, you know, there will be money. They think that it's um, a little bit embarrassing and all that. Or unstable. Unstable, especially especially Mm -hmm. unstable. And it still is unstable, to be very honest with you guys. Like, as in (laughs) this pandemic, like, it's been tough for a lot of people. And I was part of that, I know, but I was blessed that I have different things that I do that kind of makes up mm-hmm. for the loss, I know. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, I guess my, 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 I don't want to say suggestion, but my thoughts on this is, am I, am I talking to the kids or am I talking to the parents here? Maybe both. Why not? Okay. <laughs> okay. To, 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 let's start with the parents. Um, to parents, um, I think honestly, at the end of the day, let them or let the kids try something while they're young because they always say this you know you're only young once and mm-hmm. this opportunity does not come as often as you might want business mm-hmm. always, is always going to be there something stable is always going to be there but this whole entertainment usually usually uh, starts early and who knows mm-hmm. maybe that person or that kid of yours might hit jackpot and become the next, let's say what? I don't know, like Kim Chiu, Richard Huang. I don't know who. who <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm up there, but I'm just saying like, you yeah. know, we're, we're, we're at good places. Eh? Like, you know, Janina, you, you've been such a great host for the last couple of years then. You know, we, you can be, these kids can become like us, you know? Like Janina's been hosting for a song. Gretchen also has been hosting for a song. So there is success yeah. in this if you allow yes. us to foster and grow. But if you're always hesitant, you're always holding back, these kids can never try this, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, coming to think, Kanina, during the intro, Janina, you were saying that there are a couple of names, you know, in the, in the Chinese Filipinos. But yeah. I think there can be I more. I can only there, count some. Yeah, yeah. There, there can right? be more. There can be more. Can but be it's more. just that um, a lot of Chinese parents are really reluctant on on letting the kids try this. And I think, honestly, because of the growth of TikTok, for example, and a lot of different social media platforms. I do see a lot more Chinese Filipino um, mm-hmm. people on 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 getting getting more popular. I think, and young. So f- and for the for the younger ones, the man, keep trying. Mm. I mean, keep trying. I mean, but keep keep trying. But also keep at the head at the back of your mind that, parang like this might work and this might not work. And if this does mm. not work, 
Be ready to accept that it's not working. Be ready mm -hmm. that you might have to do something else. Be ready that this might not be for you. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I guess it's really that. Like, yeah, exactly. it's really, it's really you won't that know simple. If you don't try, right? Yeah, it's really that simple. And I think just to wrap it all up, while you're doing this entertainment thing, make sure you're doing something else too. That's that's my biggest advice to everyone else. Mm -hmm. Like, make sure you're doing, I don't know, maybe make, maybe you're studying for let's say a potential backup plan. Mm -hmm. Try to work and and have two full time jobs. Maybe by when I say two full time jobs, is one is entertainment. And the other is, let's say, um, me, for example, I have a business also. So I work on the business as my second full-time job, which, you mm -hmm. and I mean, well, I mean, you can say third because I do I do the stocks market too. So, but I'm basically, yeah. you know, you have to make sure that you have a backup plan. Because mm -hmm. we established this earlier, Janina, that it's not stable. It's not forever. Mm -hmm. It's not stable. It's it's exciting, but it's also unstable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it can get unstable. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, it's good to have many fallbacks or at least many channels in terms of different you know, sources of income. Right? In mm -hmm. different sources of incomes. Kanya kanyang hustle na yan. <laughs> but um yeah, just since this is um produced by the Chinoy Podcast Network, for you personally, Richard, what are some Chinese Filipino traits that you are so grateful for <laughs> that have led you to your growth and success. Oh, <laughs> dame, dame, sobrang dame. Like, dame but, pala, no? sobrang dame. But number one, I think for sure is um, um, how I handle money. Me growing mm -hmm. up, my parents have always, always, always been very strict with money. Like, we're blessed that we we are comfortable. We're very blessed mm -hmm. that we're very comfortable, but. They never let us feel, me and my sister, I mean, they never let us feel that we're very, very, very comfortable, whatever. They make sure that we know the value of money. They make sure mm -hmm. that, like growing up, for example, like they will not just give us allowance just for the sake of giving us. Like when we ask for money, they won't just give it to us. They will make us work for it. And that's how we understand the value of money. And like just to share a little bit, a uh, funny story then growing mm -hmm. up, like my parents would say, I would tell them that hey, I need I need um one thousand dollars for example for for allowance for for the month, and they'll be like no, I'm gonna give I'm only going to give you five hundred, and then then I have to make my my I have to find my own ways to discard or whatever to make sure that I have enough money to go on dates in the no you mga childhood puppy love dates parang ganun. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 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 I still remember back then I would I would I would like oh my god I would not I would not have snacks I would not have whatever during during the but just to make sure I have some money para mga you know, puppy yeah. love dates masa yeah school, para may ipon siya may ipon ganun, para may pang date pang date date oh. so so I mean yun I think that's that's really one of the biggest learnings that I've had from Chinese Filipino background but I'm like mm -hmm. stingy with money or yeah you know the, the word that they use here in the Philippines na sobrang feel I mean negative connotation in goodie but yeah you may negative connotation but it's not a negative thing there's stingy okay. with money or you know knowing the value of money I think that's the yes yes very important yeah and you never know when you really need to have all that savings right you never know when you're gonna need it for an emergency like this pandemic job security yeah. stuff like that when you don't feel like working you're like or at least you won't be that anxious when it comes to money because you know that you have savings so yon thank you for that that's number one anymore kind of run down that hard work is usually the the best I think I think for me another another thing that I this is not this is not from the Chinese Filipino na but it's more of something I learned 
in the last couple of years, it's 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 really important to work smart. Mm-hmm. Work smart is something. Yeah, sure. You know, working hard. I guess it's innate in 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 mm-hmm. Chinese. Na, but at the same time, what I learned on top of that is you got to be working smart also. Because mm-hmm. if you don't work smart, you just work hard. You're just kind of like not productive. You're just wasting mm-hmm. a lot of time doing something where you can. If you work smart, you can probably take less the time, half the time that instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be sure that you kind of work out a system of efficiency, right? Be it time management or prioritizing certain major tasks first before, um, before other <laughs> things, right? Little things like that make all the difference, actually. Like fix your sleeping patterns, perhaps. Know when you're the most productive. Right? Actually, schedules, yeah, schedules are so important. Yeah, scheduling. They're like so right important. now, Janina Alamo, like my, my schedule is I work my... Mm-hmm. I, I literally every single week I plan out my week now. As in That's to good. the hour, yeah. uh, to the hour. I, I'll be like, okay, I'm sleeping at this time. I'm going, I'm going to wow. work out at this time. I'm going to have this thing with you in this podcast yeah, at this time to this great. time. Like it's blocked out. Cause that's that's how to be effective yeah. with time management. Or that's else good. if you just have a list of things to do, sure, it's great, it's a great start to have a list of things to do. But if you don't mm-hmm. plot them in, you don't have the mm-hmm. urgency, you don't have the time pressure. Mm-hmm. And this effective. At yeah. least for me. I'm not sure about yeah. everyone else. For me too, actually. Sometimes I'm like only 10 minutes. Because sometimes, like, even posting on Instagram, because sometimes you get caught up. Oh, wait, someone has a story. Oh, yeah. This, oh, wow. This hashtag with this cute puppy. And then, oh my gosh, it's one hour. Na pala. I, I could just have been go self discipline. Right? You, you really need discipline. So it's good coming from you being in this creative industry. That's a great reminder, too, to add structure to the flow. And that's also like what I also i feel the need for everyone that i mean in any industry not just the creative industry to add structure to that and discipline is very very important so thank you so much richard um okay so basically we are wrapping up the show any anything else to plug and any more um what's next for richard i know you are working on this new business that i was kind of a part of <laughs> this <laughs> offhand. I know you don't want to disclose anything yeah. yet, but I personally want to congratulate you on Thank this. You. So I guess for me, abangan, yeah. Anything else to add? Um, um, well, yeah. I mean, I guess, guys. Um, if I, if you guys have known me for a while, you know that I do a lot of crazy things here and there. Mayro may makonting pasabog here, pumay pasabog there, and of course now, of course, yung abangan natin are the ones that I'm always on right now. Is on PBB. I'm I'm always on doing the updates of PVB updates. I've been sharing the cuento of what's happening inside the PVB house. And hopefully, who knows, Kuya might have a lot more of different types of pasabog. So watch out for that then. <laughs> and, um, you know, like what Janina said also, um, I have a no business thing that's happening. And for now, low-key, low-key tabuda. But when time comes, <laughs> uh, tagdang panahong malalaman na ninyo kung ano yan. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, it's because of Tagalog. Diba, dati nga, when I first met you in 2016, diba, Super, ay, 2015 ba? So, but, but yeah, <laughs> it's, okay. it's all it's all about always um self-improving. Always finding ways yeah. to become a better person. And your mm-hmm. biggest competition is yourself. So, mm-hmm. Not, not 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 your rival or whatever it's really yourself yeah. just being the best version of yourself is more than enough mm-hmm. awesome thank you so much and that is coming from richard juan um and oppa extraordinaire i think miss malamining in love sayo after listening in on this podcast knowing that you have so much substance to give not only charm and that is one good thing to note guys okay <laughs> but this is coming from a cum laude of up the 
di ba? So, kailangan pagbutihan ang pag-aaral, di ba? Tama? Ahyang, ahyang chard. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, um, regards, by the way, to your Papa Juan is there, di ba? Ayaw ba niya mag-hi? Hi, uncle. Okay, well, thank you so much for everyone listening in. Don't forget to follow us on our social platforms to stay connected and updated. That's Rise Up with Janina Chan. You can um, look up on Richard Wan. I'm sure you're already following him <laughs> after Nina Chan as well. And we'll see you guys next time. If you are listening via Apple podcast, please do give it a great review. Bye everyone. That's it for today's episode of Rise Up with Janina Chan. If you enjoyed it, please leave a good review and share this online with the hashtag Rise Up with Janina. Follow us on our socials. That's at Rise Up with Janina Chan and at Tinoy TV. Have a great day and see you in the next.